0: Solid, what's up? Oh, I'm sorry, (laughs) did I throw off your groove?
1: (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Nevermate Varsity. My name's Colby. You can find me on Twitter at Colby Complains.
0: My name's David Rivero, and I just threw off Colby's groove. You can find me on Twitter
2: (laughs) at DRivero1222. Hello, I'm Maverick. You may know me for my Razmataz hop skittily do, but you can find me on Twitter (laughs) At heartbreak underscore underscore kid.
3: My name is Aaron. Uh, I am a splendid bald headed man still. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. And as I alluded to with Mav yesterday, I have a confession to make. On Wednesday at Wendy's, I stepped on Cole Anthony's Yeezys.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God.
2: What a plot twist. I did not know it was going to
0: come to this. Why are you stepping on a man's Yeezys? It was
3: not intentional. (laughs) So, I got off work early.
0: Did he look like he was going to beat your butt?
3: (laughs) Yes. He did not look happy with me. I got off work early. I went to Wendy's and I was like looking at something on my phone as I was getting in line and I trip over something because, you know, I'm just clumsy and... I look up and it's Cole Anthony and I apologize. I look down and he has Yeezys on his feet (laughs) and I am mortified.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's not like he's going to forget you. It's not like he's going to forget you.
3: No. So now (laughs) if knock on wood, he gets drafted first overall. Uh, there is a contingent of folks at Carolina that want me to get a shirt that says I stepped on Cole Anthony's Yeezys.
0: (laughs) Disrespectful.
3: Go to his first game in the NBA, wear the shirt, get courtside seats.
2: Wow. I was not expecting that when you told me that you had a story to tell. It's a story. Is
3: that worse than you expected?
2: It is. (laughs) Yeah, in some ways, yeah. You don't just step on a man's Yeezys, Aaron. I didn't try to. It was not
3: like a disrespect thing, it was a clumsiness thing.
2: Let alone Cole Anthony's Yeezys. The.
1: Cole Anthony. Who we will talk about later. But first, let's talk about last night. The Heels played the University of Virginia in the South Soldiers Rivalry uh, and lost 38 to 31. I I just want a game that's not this game over and over again.
3: Yeah, I said to Yates when we were driving down the field. On our last drive, win or lose, we put ourselves in this situation every single week, and it's impressive. Impressive. (laughs) Impressive. Impressive. (laughs) I think it's impressive that we somehow crap away a game every week and then somehow (laughs) are on the brink of winning it back every week. I think it's remarkable.
1: (laughs) I think that's a better word to
3: describe it. (laughs)
0: It
1: is
3: interesting.
1: I feel like our thing is going to be running quarterbacks. And I hope that doesn't become a pattern like down the line, like looking like long view seasons, long view. I hope it's not, but it's two or second time in three weeks that a running quarterback has absolutely destroyed us.
0: Which is crazy because Bryce Perkins came into today, he came into yesterday's. Game with like, I think it was like nine touchdowns and like eight interceptions or something like that. And he, I think, ran or threw for five.
1: Yes. Five touchdowns accounted for,
0: which is nuts. And we saw it all the way back since app. Like, running quarterbacks are our kryptonite, which I don't, which is another reason why I, that Duke win was crazy to me.
1: It's the only way in which we're like Bama. <laughs> where running quarterbacks might be our downfall, but yeah, it's a it's a troubling, a troubling trend that I hope is just an anomaly for this season.
0: Yep. And they picked on our they picked on our freaking uh, what am I trying to say? They picked on our cornerbacks and our DBs and our safeties all night. Specifically Storm Duck. Which I get it. He's a freshman. And but like Trey Morrison, he didn't even, didn't even look that great either.
2: He didn't. I mean, they were wide open. It was not even close.
0: Yeah, and they were just throwing to the same receiver, Jana, Jana, Jana. I was getting really tired of hearing the name Jana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he had thirteen catches for 146 yards. Uh Mav, you said you were numb.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it and as we're saying like no matter how hard we just mess things up we ultimately still find ourselves in positions to be able to tie the game or win the game. This is our largest loss, 7 points. Uh, yet that's now 8 of 9 games that has gone down to the final possession p- possession basically two possessions
1: so, if you don't count kneel downs.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's a roller coaster. You're feeling depressed, and then you're excited, you're hopeful, and you're back depressed, and it's just up and down, up and down, and just going all the way back and forth with all those emotions. Even win or we'll lose, even if we won. It's just, it can be exhausting emotionally.
0: That's so why I'm really praying for this basketball season to be stress, relatively stress-free.
1: <laughs> we'll
0: see. My heart can't take Buckle this up, for 10 sweetie. months out of the year.
3: We know what will happen with you during the inevitable January losing streak.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But looking on the positive side of things, Sam Howell had a passer rating of 5 million. He had 15 completions for 353 yards. Kid's got game, man. He's got game. He's really good. We ran for 186 yards. And Virginia's defense is good. They had a top 15 defense in the country going into this game. And being able to move the ball against them is a big accomplishment. But it wasn't the offense this week.
0: It was not.
2: It was the defense. Which
3: but I do think it was.
2: got back so many secondary players and such.
3: Yeah. There were... Three takeaways that I had from the game that I said to my dad on the phone uh, last night. Do you break down the games
0: with your father? Yes, I call him after every
3: game. (laughs) Really? That's cute. Yes, that is cute. Um, The first being that our secondary kind of stinks. We got lit up. Um, The second being that our wide receivers cannot catch the ball not reliably
0: not reliably yeah they have some key drops
3: yeah well and that's the thing every game like we make unbelievable catches um
0: and then catch the easy ones
3: yes and then we catch routine or drop routine balls on a slant and it's great that we can make insane catches but it's incredibly frustrating especially when the game's on the line and we drop two catchable passes
1: the game where Deami Brown and Daz Newsom are both on at the same time is going to be an offensive explosion.
0: But yeah, I felt I, this game
2: was an offensive explosion. Like, yeah, I felt especially like, for Deami.
0: Yeah, Deami had
2: what three touchdowns? Two hundred over two hundred yards receiving on six catches. Yes,
3: and That's three touchdowns, lot, right?
2: Yes
1: uh Javante Williams ran for 98 yards had a really good game left the game at towards the end but I have an anonymous source where that says that he says that he's okay so hopefully he heals up we should get everyone back who was a little banged up after the open week so
3: what the heck is an illegal man downfield penalty
1: Uh, offensive lineman downfield because
3: we get one of those like every game on like a 30 yard pass game away from the the play it's
0: it's because of this run pass option stuff
3: yeah
1: when you're running an rpo if it's a true rpo then the the offensive linemen are going to be trying to block downfield because they're blocking like it's a run play so if we run something like that and there's a lineman downfield, more than three yards downfield, and they're going to throw that flag. Sometimes they don't, but it's a higher probability that they're going to throw that flag.
0: And like, I, I don't know, it stinks because the one game that I felt like Phil Longo actually did a good, good, decent to good job is the game that our defense decides to just like shrivel up and die.
1: Uh, there are still some play calls I have questions about. That's why I said Honestly, decent.
0: That's why that's why I changed to decent.
1: Uh, the one thing, co- or there are a lot of things coaching-wise that bothered me, but one of the in-game things was a sequence in the first half where UVA pre-play was, I think we were about to kick a field goal or punt one or the other, and then switch to a formation with our punt team still out there. And we had all three timeouts, and we didn't use one, and they ripped off a big play.
0: It was the fourth down. They were about to punt, and then they switched into this weird... It was like the Colts thing, except it worked. Yeah. Um, they switched, They shifted their whole line down, and then they just lost the tight end in space, and they got the first down after the... It wasn't really a fake punt. It was more of like a line shift, but yeah. either way, it worked, but and yeah. that was embarrassing.
1: But if you call timeout there, they're either going to come out and actually punt the ball or they're going to bring their offensive set out. They aren't going to run that twice. Exactly. So that was frustrating, and they ended up scoring on that drive, I'm pretty sure. They did. So that's frustrating. But I don't know. There, there are time management things with this team, timeout management things with this team that are worrying when it gets down to games that matter probably not this season because it's not like we are doing huge things this year we're just trying to make a bowl but if we're trying to get to that next level that's going to be concerning
0: yeah the, the, w- the winning the coastal thing was a nice thing to to talk about and everything but <laughs> i think it's time to just start focusing on qualifying for a bowl
2: absolutely it's it was fun it's, it is it's nice to be in the conversation especially given the outlook of things from the year before but at this point, let's win six games. Let's make a bowl game, make, play well in the bowl, and get good momentum yeah. going into the next year.
3: But very making cool a bowl ball. is still very possible.
2: I mean, we play oh, yeah.
3: Mercer, who is obviously no game's a guarantee, but that's as close to a guarantee as you get. And State has demonstrated that they are not a good football team.
1: They are not. They yeah. are also very injured this year.
3: And there. we also play Pitt, who, Pitt's solid, but we have You're a good Pitt. track record against Pitt.
0: Exactly. I feel like every game is winnable. It's just whether we execute. Sounds good. Like, we idea. could very well finish the season on a three-game win streak or a three-game losing streak, even though I know that losing to Mercer would be – that would be worse than losing to App. That would be super yeah. embarrassing. I don't well, anticipate App is it. Good. I don't anticipate it. I Yeah, but – Either way, I still don't anticipate it, but just saying that this team is so like up and down that we, if we could just find some consistency, maybe not this year, but if we could find some consistency next year, we're going to be really, really good.
1: Yeah. Speaking of app, though, you wanted to be in the ACC so bad. Congratulations. You're now in the ACC. You dropped the game. You weren't supposed to. <laughs> Welcome to the
0: rollercoaster. Yeah. <laughs> Got beat by Georgia Southern.
3: Oh, I remember the last takeaway that I had from the game. The last takeaway was that uh, it's going to remind y'all of a Panthers post-game press conference. Missed opportunities. God dang it. So tired We'll get of it. to
1: them in a minute as well. But let's look at the national aspect for a little bit. So, But right before we recorded, Willie Taggart was fired from Florida State. I... I mean, say what you will about mid-season firings. I don't really have a an opinion one way or the other, honestly. But the board of governors, whoever runs their Seminole Club, whatever they want to call it, opened up their wallets and that was it.
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, money talks and you know, it's no coincidence if they I think if he would have won that game against Miami, because of the nature of that game, I think he made bought himself a little bit of time. But I think just getting getting beat by Miami was the the straw that broke the camel's back.
1: In-state foes, it matters. It
0: matters. It matters. That's why that Duke game was so huge. Like you can like people are like, oh, you just beat Duke. Why are you freaking out? We're freaking out because we haven't won since 2015. We've sucked. like it's been bad we have been bad and especially in state so it is nice to get that in state kind of win um and it makes it easier for me to go into work the next day (laughs) and not get crap talked
1: (laughs) what are who are your top four in order
2: i think yeah you still have to go with lsu at this point they just have overall the best acumen i would say in terms of the teams they've beaten Next, I think Alabama, Alabama. I think both of them were on buys this week, so they really didn't Mm -hmm. have any place to drop, per se. Third team, Ohio State, fourth team, Clemson. I'll go with
3: those. Aaron. I agree. I think you have to put LSU as number one. Then I think Ohio State, number two. Alabama, number three. But I think within those three, it's pretty close. And then a big drop in Clemson. I think that Clemson hasn't really played much of anyone, and they haven't really shown much in those games that they've played.
0: LSU number one, Ohio State number two, Clemson number three, Alabama number four.
1: I say LSU number one, Ohio State number two, Bama three, Clemson four. But I think it's,
0: it's a close three and four. I think I think next weekend will show us a lot about Bama.
1: The thing is, though, <laughs> does it? Because
0: Tua's not going to play from what I've been seeing. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. I forgot that he might not play. Well, I think it would speak more about Alabama if they still won without Tua and speak a lot about LSU if they lost.
3: Yeah, but exactly. I, but I think if I, LSU wins, it doesn't really say much. Ultimately, I think
0: it'll come down to that SEC championship
3: game. Yeah. It could say a lot about Alabama's defense, but it's not going to say a lot about Alabama's offense. But it will say a lot about LSU either way, most likely.
1: Penn State is still
3: undefeated. Do you think the Clemson makes the playoff if they lose a game?
1: No, it depends on other factors. I think generally it'd be no. I think if Minnesota wins the Big Ten, they might.
3: Yeah, I would agree with that. But other than that outcome, I don't see them making the playoff with one loss because their Wait, strength that, of schedule what if that is that garbage.
1: Is uh, Wake
3: Forest? That's that's true, but I feel like Wake Forest is getting the same treatment that. Carolina got when we went 11 and one in 2015 in that we still weren't ranked until like week 10 ish. Yeah, it was late. Yeah. And so I don't think Wake Forest is getting the respect that it deserves.
1: That's fair. And I think that's a fair way to look at it nationally. Like I, I truly think that Wake Forest is a good to very good team, but people don't check for Wake Forest like that.
3: Yeah. Like the average fan sees a Clemson loss to Wake Forest, and they say that's a garbage team that they lost to because traditionally Wake Forest is kind of garbage at football
0: I'm surprised yeah. nobody asked me why I put Alabama at four instead of three
3: Just i because mean, i don't think to... I don't
0: think they've played any I still like everyone talks about Clemson schedule Alabama hasn't played anybody either
1: like <laughs> I mean that's why I have them through like I think it's like. I think it's LSU and Ohio State are very clearly one and two. And I yeah. think that Bama and Clemson, I will benefit them both the benefit of a doubt and have them three and four. I really don't care what order they're in, but I do think that they are three and four.
0: Yeah, I think Alabama is getting the SEC treatment like by getting the benefit of the doubt by saying, oh, well, they haven't played anybody, but they're playing in the SEC. So clearly it's better. It's like, well, OK, all right.
1: But I'll tell you, Bama does not want to be number one and Clemson number four. (laughs) No, they do
0: not. (laughs) They don't want no problems, big fella. (laughs) Zero
1: problems. Let's move on to the NFL. Uh, The Browns are still playing right now. Are they winning? No, not last time I checked.
3: No, not last time I checked.
1: But the NFL did go into the Browns locker room and make OBJ and Jarvis Landry change.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say about that.
1: Sigh. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the other game that matters to us. Uh, Titans played the Panthers today. Yeah.
0: hee Woo!
1: And the Panthers win 30-20.
0: So I would like to get. So I know my perspective as a Panthers fan, and I'm sure Colby shares the same perspective, or at least similar. But Maverick, I would like to hear from your perspective.
2: Uh, the the score is deceptive. We played like hot garbage, and credit to y'all. I mean, y'all got what two interceptions, a fumble. Um, like I told you before game, I thought y'all were probably going to have a field day defensively. On us and a lot of ways we shot ourselves in the foot so many penalties by our offensive line where we would try to make big plays and then ultimately shoot our own selves in the foot. And I mean, for us to only lose by 10, I guess that's a moral victory at this point because I am really starting to lose hope. At the Welcome
3: moment. to the club of moral victories, buddy.
2: Yeah. So I'll defer my the rest of my time to the two other ranking
1: pod members. So, in their three losses to <coughs> at Panthers, Bill, Bill Voss, in their three losses, to Panthers have three <coughs> takeaways. In their five wins, the Panthers had 16 takeaways. When we take the ball from the other team, we win. That sounds like it's very, like, obvious, but when it works, it works. So, I am happy with the defensive performance. There is no timetable on Cam coming back.
0: I think they're going to IR him on Monday.
1: I think so, too. That That's what it sounds like from what everyone's been saying. So it's going to be Kyle Allen for the rest of the year. And I'm really wondering what Colin Kaepernick is up to. Hey, big head. <laughs> Like, honestly, like, this team, I think, is good enough. Like, I think, for the most part, this team is good enough. But Kyle Allen, he's not going to lose us games. I really don't think he's going to lose us games. And he has been a great backup quarterback, but he's not going to go out and win you one. And we have the
0: Packers next week. So... And they're uh, last time I checked, they were getting their lunch money taken by the chargers yeah so, so it'll be interesting you know we didn't have mario addison he was uh in alabama um uh, mourning the loss of his brother yeah mm-hmm. his brother um so i think this team has a lot of good stuff to build on I, if we make the playoffs it'll be through a wild card i don't think the saints are going to slip up any um so we'll see it'll be interesting to see if uh Kyle Allen can make a little, pri- a little playoff run. But at the end of the day, I-, I saw somebody tweet something about how attendance was kind of low all year for the Panthers. And it's like, well, when you lose your personable superstar quarterback, what are you going to do? Nobody wants to drive to see Kyle Allen play football. Like, that's just the way it is. <laughs> yep. So...
1: The Panthers won 30-20. to 20. I tweeted that it'll be a long road to the playoffs for the Panthers. We're going to need a lot of help, so I'm just going to try to enjoy it. It's going to be... It might not happen. I don't think it's going to happen just because the NFC is strangely good. Well, like, everyone is either good or bad. There aren't a lot of mediocre teams this year, which makes things more difficult. But that's what I have to say about that. What else happened in the NFL this week? I'm trying to think.
0: Uh, the Bears are bad.
1: The Bears are bad. This is true. Like Oh, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Jacoby Brissett is hurt. Well, we don't know the extent of the injury. Last time I saw, he got his ankle stepped on and then his knee rolled up on. So he's going through it a tiny bit. As we're recording, the Bucks are driving against the Seahawks uh, down seven with less than two minutes to go. Uh, David, what were you saying?
0: Oh, uh, also the Raiders just beat the Lions. Um, and I was going to say that there was a shot, not a shot chart, uh, a pass chart uh, put out that had Mr. Mitchell Trubisky's um, like completions. And all of them were at least two yards behind the line of scrimmage. He did not have one completion beyond the line of scrimmage in like the first like I think it was like quarter and a half or something he had like eight yards it was bad I don't know what's what I don't know it's hard because I've seen Mitchell Trubisky do good things and I've seen him have an accurate deep ball and throw the ball downfield and be good in college and the pros but uh it's like I don't know how much of it is him and how much of it's the coach and the offense and I just it's hard to To tell, but it does not look good for Mitch in Chicago, especially when you've got Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson both looking like freaking Supermen on their respective teams.
1: It's, I I think some of it is accuracy on Mitch's part, and another part is Matt Nagy being terrified of his quarterback, which is not a good mixture to have. I agree.
3: Matt Nagy is a very bad coach, but Mitch has not been doing himself any favors.
0: No, he really hasn't. Like, he has the potential there.
3: Yeah, it's we just, saw last year what he could be. It's just he's not being that.
0: And, like, I don't know. It's sad. But, like, it's you can't really take up for him because it's not being good. So, let's
1: move on to basketball. Finally. Carolina has exhibition against West salem State. I was at the game. My mom is an SU alum, so we we had a family trip to Chapel Hill to watch the game. Good time for everyone. Except for B-Rob. Except for (laughs) B-Rob, who had to exit the game early uh, with an ankle injury. X-rays came back negative. It looks like there's a sprain. Uh, last I heard on Saturday is that he was on crutches. So have y'all seen any other updates?
3: I have not. What it looked like to me at the game was that he looked like he was in a lot of pain his first couple steps, but I don't know if you saw the same thing, Colby, but by the time he was getting off the court, he was still limping, but he was moving around a lot better. So I said in the trumpet group was, he probably wasn't going to play the rest of the game, probably would miss a couple days of practice, but I would be surprised if he didn't play on Friday.
0: On Friday, yes.
3: Oh, I uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. I think he's questionable.
0: Like I'd feel. I I even put this in the group. I would feel better about it if we didn't have a freaking conference game. Yeah, this I would agree. Like I don't know whose idea it was, but it's stupid.
1: I don't like it. Like I'd rather play Kentucky. I'd rather play Gonzaga game one than Notre Dame, even if it was like Wake Forest. I don't want to play a conference game my first game of the season.
3: Yeah, I would agree because it's a game that matters. And like, good non-conference games do matter, but they don't matter in a more literal sense.
0: Yeah, like what if the ACC regular season title comes, or like a seeding thing, comes down to one game and this is the thing that this is the game that decided it. Like, I would want our team to be closer to our best than first game of the freaking season.
1: Absolutely.
0: So I don't know. I know that Notre Dame's probably thinking the same thing, but Notre Dame's always a tough team to play.
1: They are. Uh, so I might I assume that Justin Pierce is going to replace B Rob in the starting lineup.
3: I think Leakey could.
1: I. Personally, I want Leaky coming off
3: the bench. I agree. I think that Leaky surge with the second unit. Yeah, but do you think that Leaky is good enough to be in the end of game unit, even if he comes off the bench?
1: Yes, I think that's a. I think that's what's going to happen. Whoever's playing the worst of the starters is going to sit while Leaky plays. Kid can shoot. Yeah, he's open. Like he is money.
3: And he can pass and he can defend. He's good.
1: He's amphibious out here. He's amphibious.
0: <laughs> Nate Britt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that Walker Miller might get legit minutes this year. Yeah. How did he Armando like He put on oh, sorry, a bunch of weight.
0: How did Armando look?
1: Uh he had more offensive rebounds than he had defensive rebounds. Looks like he had good hands. A couple of his hooks were short, but he has the moves.
0: That's good. Okay. so do you Cole think he Anthony- starts? Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. definitely. Okay.
3: Cole. I Anthony think that especially shooting. with especially with uh especially when he plays the four Garrison looks a lot better. And I think that's partially dependent on Armando playing the five because right. Garrison looks like a man.
0: Well, it's a lot easier to overpower undersized college fours. Like Garrison is strong as hell. Yeah. Like he's that's a, true. he's a, he's a grown man. Like Garrison is a grown man and it's going to be a lot easier to overpower a four than a five, which yeah. is his natural position.
3: Yeah be back to your point on Cole, I agree. He did not look very good shooting the ball, but up to the point that he did shoot the ball, he looked really, really good. Right. And so I don't think it's a cause of concern because it could have just been a bad shooting night for him.
2: Kobe right. also struggled a lot with shooting to start last year.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that both him and Justin Pierce looked like they had a couple nerves that they need to shake off. And both of them look better in the second half. They both look markedly better in the second half. So,
0: well, when you that, come from William and Mary, big time games played at William and Mary, you know? So, so you said, um, Colby, I wanted to, I wanted to bring it up on the podcast. You said that Christian Keeling is going to annoy you. <laughs> Can you yeah, elaborate? Yeah, annoying me
1: a lot. Yeah, he um he got beat a lot on defense, like one on one defense. He got beat a whole bunch, and I think that both him and Justin Pierce have a ways to go on defense.
0: Okay, so that's, that's fair. That's, that's think- why I said
1: that in the group. I think that they can get there, and I think it's more of a technique thing than an effort thing. But it's, I think. It's going to be rough for the first couple games. Like, a lot of times I saw him getting lost on, like, ball watching on defense, which is just something you can't do in the ACC.
0: Yeah, there's too many talented players.
3: I think. Oh, you go. No, 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 go. I was going to say my overall take from the game, like, I think I said is they showed a lot of potential, but it was unpolished, which is expected at this point. But I would take everything we saw with a grain of salt. We're going to get a much better picture come Wednesday against Notre Dame when we play an ACC opponent.
0: I heard there was a patented Roy 5-for-5 substitution. Pretty early. There was,
1: but I'm not going to look that much into it because it's an exhibition game and for all we know that was a plan substitution where he was just trying out lineups
3: yeah so i think that we very quietly nearly earned biscuits
1: yeah we did we had 96
3: we had 96 but for most of the second half it didn't seem like we were on schedule until we were at like 90
1: 90 with like five minutes to go
3: yeah exactly it was very quietly on schedule.
1: I think that I don't oh, know. We'll see. The, we have Notre Dame on Wednesday. Notre Dame, who was without Rex Fluger for much of last year, he is going to be one of the leaders on their team. He's uh, still Rex, in the league. Rex is still in the league. He um, Rex Fluger from Compton. I love that so much. <laughs> um, so we'll they also see have how Mooney, don't
2: they? Is not Mooney back this year?
1: I honestly do not know. He's like the,
2: a taller Luke May with less shooting ability.
1: I have. I'm. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I've been keeping up with Notre Dame's basketball roster. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. not something that's been on my radar.
3: Speaking Uh, of Luke May, I had a nice moment with the Virginia mascot yesterday in the tunnel before the game. The Virginia (laughs) mascot was just like doing his thing and then he walks into the tunnel like when we were sitting there and I just gave my handshake. Nice guy. Looks like Luke May.
1: John Mooney is still (laughs) uh, at Notre Dame, so Uh, And then we have the other game we have this week before we record again is going to be at UNCW um, at Trask uh, going up against C.B. McGrath. Uh, It's going to be an interesting game. It will be a test. Any non-conference tree road game is going to be a test, but we'll see how that goes. Again, I do not know anything about UNCW, but they will be very familiar with us.
0: Let's On a completely talk. different side note, I tweeted mm-hmm. a congratulations to UNC Field Hockey, and Bubba Cunningham retweeted me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, from the... Nice. From your... Um, from my burner. <laughs> LOL. From my Goose, from my goose account.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I do think also, that we Jones should mention... Jones Angel re- replied to, uh, to your Goose account. Yes, he did. I'm all over the
0: place this this <laughs> year, man, these last couple of weeks. Because I said he, that he was a national he treasure. He
2: was, like, very confused.
0: I am Mr. Goose Honkers. I'm the one who do, honks. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: So, just a game update, so y'all know what time it is while we're recording this. The Seahawks just missed a game winning field goal. They're going to overtime. Let's talk... NBA, one game specifically,
3: yeah.
0: the Lakers versus the reps. What is it, Maverick? What?
2: The Razzmatazz Hop Skiddly Doin'. <laughs> the, ra- the, <laughs> the Razzmatazz the Hop Skiddly Doin'. <laughs> you didn't see. So there was a reporter on Friday afternoon. They ha- the Lakers had shoot around. LeBron was just chilling in the stands, and the reporter, straight faced, just stone cold serious. Asked LeBron how he intended to deal with Luka Doncic's razzmatazz hop skittily do, and LeBron <laughs> answered it like a champ, <laughs> and didn't even laugh at it.
3: That's really funny.
0: He did, he, I could see him wanting to laugh, but he answered it seriously.
3: It's amazing.
0: It was great. I didn't but, get
1: to see much of his game, so you two, yeah. Support. I caught
0: the second half of it. So I caught the last two quarters. Well, and overtime. Um, and it was a great game. I mean, listen, like props to the Mavs. Like seriously, like Maverick, y'all have a, y'all have a squad. Like y'all are set up really nicely. I really think I'm that sick. Porzingis and Luca and like the pieces that y'all have are going to work really well. But yeah. it was cool to see like LeBron James go for a triple double See Anthony Davis go for like 40 and like what was it like 15 40 and 20 or something like that. something crazy like that. And then seeing good old reliable Danny Green hit the corner 3 to send it to overtime even though there was a very egregious hold on Dwight Howard
2: that was acknowledged by that, the referees 2 minute uh, report that was released today.
0: It was very it was very egregious, but it gave us good basketball.
2: It did. Like I said, there was a lot of cognitive dissonance in my mind. It was a Tar Heel that did it too. So I was like, oh, Danny boy, rather than, oh, Danny boy. It was, oh, (laughs) Danny boy. (laughs) But I'm I'm still very hopeful. that I, I think Dallas looks really good this year. The tandem of Luca and KP looks to be very solid at the moment. I think one somewhat concerning thing is that KP did drop off a little bit once we hit the second half especially the fourth quarter and uh, overtime I mean, he had some bad turnovers he had a great game but really did kind of disappear in the critical moments where we were we're put we're trying to put KP in dirk-like situations and trying and expecting him to be dirk and i love KP he's a very talented kid i think in some ways he's even better than dirk at this age uh, but he's at the end of he's the day still young. he's not dirk He's still very young. You know, so. it's really easy to think that he's been in the league
0: for a long, long time. But what is this? What year is this for him? Like he's tw- he's twenty four. Yeah, this is year like five for him, right? Or not uh, even? I don't even know if it's year like five.
2: That. I think maybe year four.
0: Year four. Like he's still really young. So like he's not uh, even his
2: prime. I, we're going to be fine, though. I think that's it's just a, we just need a little bit of better game planning there. But I mean, Luka Doncic had a hell of a game. He had a triple double as well. He had a career-high in assists. I think he had like 15 assists in that game. Uh, he didn't and have he, a whole lot points-wise, but I mean, when you get that much distribution, that ultimately offsets that. Uh, let's he, hit cl- he hit some He some clutch threes concussed. Yes. <laughs> you know, and see, that was another thing, too, where he got concussed w- in that collision with Dwight Howard, and the refs didn't even call the ball, and then Seth Curry's just... I mean, stupidly enough, he didn't call a timeout once the ref didn't stop time, but which led to a jump ball, which led to the Lakers scoring. But uh, there was just a lot of things that made things frustrating at all. But there's still a lot of hope. Like, uh, Luca actually finished with 31 points. He had 13 rebounds, 15 assists. I mean, that's awesome in a lot of ways. If he can give that kind of, he already has 10 triple-doubles and he's 20 years old. Uh, there's no one else in the history of the NBA that's had – that many triple-doubles in that short amount of time.
0: I think... I don't know. I'm sorry if you mentioned it, but, like, they... I think it was the first... To, I think it was the oldest person to ever get a triple-double and the youngest person ever to get a triple-double both playing in the same game. That it happened. Like, yes, they
2: have, I think, one of the biggest gaps. Yeah. You're right. I did see that model. It was, it was, was, it was pretty cool. Um, poor... Uh, Maximilian Kleber uh, is one of our new players he's very, relatively young he is actually from Dirk's town in germany uh, and so he's one of our backup centers now and unfortunately uh my guy got caruso and it was not pretty caruso caught a body
1: alex caruso is undefeated in the nba
2: <laughs> literally he's
1: literally never lost the game that he's played in
2: that's the baddest, balding dude I've ever seen in my life. 25 sorry, years old.
0: No. So, Excuse you. Although, it is, cool to, it is cool to see. It was cool to see LeBron James go. He had 39 points, 16 assists, 12 rebounds.
1: I think he heard us all saying that he's no longer the best player in the NBA.
2: <laughs> it,
3: Don't let me games. in with that. <laughs>
2: every, hey, I mean, if you can dunk on an NBA player, I'll put you right back up there with him. Every now and then, I'm sorry you can just step on Yeezy. So I guess that is that somewhat equal.
0: It is equal. (laughs) Yeah, stepping on Yeezys, dunking on somebody.
1: (laughs) Every now and then, LeBron gives us a reminder game. He's like, "Yeah, he does." I'm still that dude. Like. Don't don't think for a second that just because I'm not diving for a ball in a game against Memphis in January that I'm not still
2: that dude. In my mind, it's because we absolutely dismantled him in the 2011 Finals, and he just hates us. And deep down, <laughs> that would that would make me sleep better at night. I uh, think
0: it's
1: going to be a fun season.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a good. I think this the beginning of this season has lived up to the hype. Now, on the other side of the hype, I want to talk about this like scotch tape lineup that the Warriors rolled out <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> oh god. Because against Eric Pascal against the Hornets. was their leading score. <laughs> because, hold on, let me read to you, let me recount to you their starting lineup. <clears throat> uh, Jordan Poole, Kai Bowman, which hello. Kai Bowman, nice to see you again. <laughs> All, two, the five, the ABC. <laughs> All the way from the APC. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Willie Colley, Stein, Glenn Robinson III, and Eric Who? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 Oh God. i've God. never heard of
1: Clint robinson the third in my entire <laughs> life never, not to mention the other two
0: <laughs> i think i saw i saw famous 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 lus or something, whatever how do you pronounce his name he said I, he's a warriors fan so he's like i know about one and a half of these dudes on the court right now <laughs> Like yeah he's like i know willie collie stein and i kind of know jordan Poole. <laughs> yeah it was and you know speaking to that it was still a close game which is really stupid but whatever the Hornets won
2: <laughs> they even tweeted a wins a win
0: wins a win <laughs> but there's no way like nobody believes that D'Angelo Russell and Draymond Green are both hurt yeah <laughs> like we nobody
1: believes that right somebody tweeted that they saw their friend call in sick so they're calling in sick
0: too they're trying to t- they're trying to tank for Tua.
3: They just want to play Fortnite together on their day off.
0: Kobe, you forgot. You didn't talk about Operation Fish Tank being compromised. I did not talk
1: about Operation Fish Tank. It's unfortunate. I meant to do that.
0: It's not over to- yet. It's not, it's not over yet. It is compromised, but it is it is still achievable.
1: It's still a go once we watch the Cartoon Network Bowl uh, <laughs> the babies versus the dolphins. If the Bengals <laughs> win that game,:
0: <laughs> We're <laughs> We're still <Network> still <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the NFL's bad this year. All right. Um, so one other thing that like is not getting talked about is, um, Andre Drummond is like actually good this year. Like, he's always been kind of good, but he's been like actually really good. He's had at least he's had 20, 20 games, his last three games, 20 points, 20 rebounds.
2: I mean, I think the Pistons have potentially a top five front court this year with Blake Griffin and Drummond. Yeah, makes me
1: want to go to the Pistons in 2K when I finally fire it up.
2: Shout out to Luke Kennard
0: for being being relevant again. He's starting for them. <laughs> I forgot. I I, I'm not going to lie to you. I 100 percent forgot about that dude. His ha-
1: his hand still it has is, the residue from his hair. His, his hair, hair flips. Caked on there.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so lots of cool stuff happening in the NBA. Um I the the Pelicans are bad. The Suns are good. The Rockets <laughs> are bad. The Kings are good. Kind of. This They're is okay. the Twilight
1: Zone. The Hornets have the best three point attack
0: in the league. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> And then you know the 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 Bulls are still bad, but you know it's getting there. I just don't know why they're not starting Kobe White.
1: Who knows? Who
0: knows? All
1: right. Anything else before we go? Uh, let's. That's see. all I
0: had on the rundown. Yeah. I. Aaron, you want to talk about our goose game?
3: It's fun. It's hilarious. I feel like that's it.
0: Go play Untitled Goose Game and go it's mess so with everybody. Fun. Go ruin people's days.
3: Ruin the farmer's day and that kid in the glasses. I haven't gotten to him yet, but I've seen videos of him. He oh, deserves to have his day
0: ruined. He deserves it. He deserves it. Um, other thing for those that are interested that for for interested parties that liked games like Fallout, um, either the original ones or Fallout New ba- New Vegas. Um, not Bethesda, but Obsidian, the company that originally came out with Fallout and Fallout 2, and not Fallout New Vegas, just recently came out with a game called Outer Worlds, and it's getting tons and tons of good reviews. I really want to try it, Um, but I would check it out. I've heard lots of good things. So if you're really into RPGs and, like, all of those kind of, um, like, Fallout-esque games without all the crappiness of 76 and Fallout 4... I would go try Outer Worlds, because I heard it's fantastic.
3: I think we should also mention... Oh, I was going to say, this isn't content, but we should mention... I guess we did briefly mention, but the field hockey team... The field hockey team today uh, hit 40 wins on their win streak, which is pretty incredible. Two consecutive regular seasons without a loss. If we... Continue the win streak through the end of the season. It will be forty-seven game wins. St- oh no, forty-six game win streak because it'll be twenty-three and zero twice in a row. Um, yeah, that's pretty daggum impressive. It
1: is. It it is. is it's very, very impressive. Coach Shelton and the rest of the team. All right, shall we? We shall. We shall. shall. Jinx great minds, think alike. Wow. Just step all
0: over. (laughs) We're
1: gonna do that again. So if you want to find us, you can do that at tinyroll.com slash never made varsity. Leave us a five-star rating interview on iTunes. Anything you like or didn't like, be sure to let us know via Twitter at Nevermade Pod. Thank you to David Cutter for the theme music. And we'll see you next
0: week.
3: Deuces. Bye.